To do something once is to do it many times over. And to repeat oneself is madness. Think about it. The concept of skill is made up. I fear I'm getting a bit philosophical today, but hear me out. Some people start out good, and some people start out a little less good, but what's good? What is the benchmark for being good or merely sufficient at something? Why does good even matter? Science says you can get good at a skill over the course of two years. It takes about 200 hours of work to be good at something. Unfortunately, those 200 hours are not happening overnight. To be good at something, you have to do something. As Kafka once said, a non-writing writer is a monster courting insanity. If you're a writer, at one point, you have to sit down and write. The things we do and love are the things that sustain us. As outdated as this mindset can be, progress sustains us. There is nothing better than looking back and seeing how far you've come. But before you can look back, you have to start with the seed itself, the thought, the idea to do something. That is the seed that you can choose to plant, to cultivate with hard work into something greater than the sum of its parts. But how do you start? And how do you get better? In our class, we used to hear the motto, imitation, variation, emulation, all the time. But it's still a useful phrase to me today. Basically, in most things you want to do, like art, you start up by imitating, such as copying art pieces or singing in a certain style. Then, when you get more comfortable, you start variating. You try something new or you tweak a formula. Then the last step is emulation. You exceed the works you've pulled inspiration from by adding your own layers of meaning and creativity. This is useful for non-creative works too. Think of coding. You start copying the basic stuff and then you start getting the hang of it. You add your own lines of code and you mess around with it and eventually you have blended enough fragments of code together to make something new. Now the problem is that growth is not always a linear process. You can't measure inner growth, nor can all skills grow at an equal pace. In fact, very little skills offer periodical succession. Usually you stagnate at a certain point. YouTuber Heinz um, introduced me to the following idea. Some skills grow like plants. They grow at a steady pace and their growth is measurable with the naked eye. But some skills grow like bamboo. They take their time with little to no progress to show for it. And then they shoot out of the ground at an exponential rate. As he says in his video, you were born to win. But to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win and expect to win. And what do we do when we don't see growth? We become paralyzed by anxiety. We let ourselves stagnate, we procrastinate, and there's nothing wrong with taking a break when you feel burned out. In fact, I highly encourage it, but at one point, you have to decide. Are you going to pick yourself back up or put the skill away for now? 
No skill is a race. There are marathons that span decades, and some skills require infinite defending. When you try to reduce your jealous behavior, you can't just get there and call it a day. You need to check yourself and keep up with your new skill, your new personality traits, just as long for it to become a second nature. And even then, there's always battles of faith. So what can we do to be more realistic about growth? Start setting so-called SMART goals. These are goals that are specific, S, measurable, M, achievable, A, relevant, R, and time-bound, T, SMART. Don't say you want to learn how to draw. You can't measure success like that. Say you want to be decent at drawing faces within the next six months. Then, when time comes, you can see how far you've come to reaching that specific goal. The second is setting micro goals. Divide things into smaller goals instead of overhauling your personality and style in one week. Start by adjusting smaller things that feed into the whole. You have time. Three, visualize. What does the ideal you look like? What do they do? What is their life like? Make it as specific as possible and then start making your way to one or two goals at a time. Small steps make sure you don't get overexcited and fall off the stairs. Four, know you don't have to be good at everything. It's a way of life that we cannot naturally be good at everything. And sometimes even time and practice doesn't help either. It's okay to do some things for fun with them. In fact, I highly encourage it. Don't monetize all your hobbies. Take things slow and allow yourself to be bad. Five. Don't compare your beginning to someone else's end. I know it's cliche, but isn't it true? Even the master begins as a student, and there is simply no other way. To get to your destination, you have to see the road first. Try to enjoy it. Simply racing somewhere takes away a large part of the fun. When you enjoy your process, you can foster greater improvement and keep burnout at bay. I hope this helped you a little bit with cultivating your seed. You will always be bad at something if you don't decide to do it. So maybe today or tomorrow, go do something you've always wanted to do. Give it a try. Expanding your palette is never a bad idea. Thanks so much, Sabrina, for sharing this with us. This has been so inspiring to me and I hope for you too. I hope you can start planting your seed now. And if you want to see more of Sabrina, everything will be linked down in the description. As for now, I have a little poem for you. And it's called Art is Art. And as most of you probably know, uh, the poetry that I share in here is are all originals, unless... I would tell you but normally it's all originals and this one is called art makes art art makes art even if you don't your art will show it will build on each other light the light on one another it will grow as you grow and climb to heights of the unknown use the leaves use the seeds use the water use the weeds paint the paint build the tree Art makes art.
Don't you agree? I chose this poem because I think it goes very well with the subject of today, planting your seed. And for me, this really resonates because if you plant your seed and if you put in that time and effort, if you use everything you can, so use the leaves, use the seeds, use the water, use use the weeds, by that I mean don't take anything for granted, use what you can and learn from from the things that maybe aren't necessarily too positive or too good, but you can learn so much from from the weeds that are growing as well, it's not just a flower, you know, the flower wouldn't be as beautiful or wouldn't be considered as beautiful if there weren't any weeds around and I believe that sometimes we forget that we also need these weeds around and this really just every time I read this poem I I just get like excited to start working on my art again and I hope it's the same for you I know this poem you have to have a bit of imagination with it but that's what I love about poetry you can read into it like whichever way you'd like so I hope you will find your own definition of the poem as well and yes I just believe that like I said it will build on each other and light the light on one another if you start planting your seed and start putting in the work even if it's day by day even if it's going very slowly and you have faith and you stand by it and you water it that one day you will get to have this great forest and I know you have to have so much faith and that's really hard at times but I just want you to know that you got this and as for that I also just have grabbed a card and this week our card says silence let the silence speak for you and i do this very often as you know because i love meditating i meditate every day but i also meditate in ways that people maybe don't necessarily call it meditation but i just try to take as many moments during the day to have a bit of silence i've been really really enjoying Uh, reading lately again I have read I think I've written many books over the past couple of weeks but it's been really really nice because some of you might know I'm going to school like summer school in Switzerland and um, I have to travel one and a half hours uh, to get there and one and a half hours back and I purposely did not buy um like a sim card, a Swiss sim card, because um, with the Dutch provider that I have, they don't allow me to use it in Switzerland because it's not an EU country. Um, But I really, really like that because it leaves me offline and leaves me so much time to just read. And those are also moments of silence. And it's not necessarily silence, but it's kind of meditative as well. And I've been really able to clear my head and get on another frequency and also been able to plant some seeds here and there because of that. So would highly recommend it to you if you don't necessarily like 
meditation or silence or it's too much for you to start with, maybe just go offline a bit more and start reading or anything considered as something like reading. Um, doesn't have to be necessarily a, a fiction book or non-fiction book or just whatever you prefer, but maybe get out of your comfort zone. Try a bit. For now, I want to say thank you so much for listening. I, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Check out our Instagram and our TikTok if you'd like, our Universal World or our Universal Travels, uh, depending on what you prefer. And also, really, if you'd like to, don't forget to answer the question on which subjects you want to talk about in this season. I'd love to have some input from you guys. And yeah, I just want to provide the best that I can for you. So I wish you an amazing weekend, probably. And let's talk again next Monday. Sending you all hugs and smiles. Bye-bye.